0: Nevermore Fluffer Nutter Highbrow He's just a po' boy from a poor family Boo, 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 doo, boo, boo, Nevermore, nevermore Can you write me po' Boo, 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 boo. His name is Poe <laughs> One, two, three, four Sitting on the bench Writing's really hard We need another snack and that is just a facto.
1: Oh, oh. Hey, this is Shauna.
0: And this is Trisha.
1: And this is Two Girls on a Bench
0: The Spooky Podcast.
1: Welcome to All the Horror. During Ooh. October, we're going to be writing scary stories on the bench and eating lots of candy on the bench. And this month, we're also going to have lots of guests on the bench.
0: Tons. All of our great friends, uh, we've joined this podcast group, and we are joining together to bring you a Halloween-based episode for every day of October. In case you don't know, that's 31 days of Halloween stuff.
1: What? <laughs> you can find everybody that's participating at hashtag allthehorror or at allthehorror18.
0: Horror 18. <laughs>
1: We have a guest on the bench <laughs> say hi to the people drew
2: hi people <laughs>
1: <laughs> so drew is our guest uh this month for the all the horror activities Extravaganza. going on and drew do you want to tell everyone a little bit about your podcast and and your your deal <laughs> what's your deal yeah.
2: what what is my deal <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I I co-host a podcast called the Real Feels Podcast, and we are a uh, movie review show where every other Wednesday we try to bring you a movie of a different genre or subgenre, and it's just uh, myself, my good friends Nathan and Jack, and we just we just try to get down to the the real feels of all the movies, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and awesome. they do a fabulous job too. So if you haven't turned in tuned in, um, it's at Real Feels on Twitter and
1: And the real is R E
0: E L. Get it. So you because it's, it's,
2: it's, it's a play on words. Uh, what?
1: <laughs> we love plays on words. I know we do like that. And so this is an Edgar Allan Poe quote. I was never insane except upon occasions when my heart was touched.
2: Aww. Which is a really mm. good
1: lead into this movie, actually. Yeah. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, I don't know how to start talking about the movie but we have a movie expert
2: on the yeah. Line Drew, here. you start us out because we don't know what we're doing <laughs> oh gosh oh man all
1: right so <laughs> no, no pressure <laughs>
2: such such pressure all right so you you have the raven in 2012 you know directed by james Mateague. Uh if you know his work he's very famous for like ninja assassin but more importantly something that's a bit more prevalent is uh, v for vendetta in 2006
0: oh that makes sense. Both of us
1: no, yeah, that's that. That's actually. That's Thank you
0: for sense. looking up the director.
2: <laughs> right, and, and you have you have much uh, of a cast that is. It, it's interesting enough because John Cusack was the only English uh, English sorry American actor in a cast full of English actors
1: trying to do Um, American accents. I know it's in Boston in the 1840s,
2: a Boston accent. Right. I mean, you have John Cusack, you have Alice Eve, uh, Luke Evans playing detective fields, but then you have uh, some actors that obviously like you can look at them and they do, they do period pieces so well, like, like Brendan Gleeson. Um, you recognize him from like, uh, gangs of New York. Um, Playing the uh, the the Irishman who had the notches in his club, Oh,
1: yeah. and uh,
2: mm-hmm. Kevin McNally from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: The, also, Mr. Bates from Downton Abbey is the barkeeper. <laughs> well, and right? the detectives right? from The Alienist. I was I was laughing because I saw him and he was doing an American accent, and I was like, oh, it's so weird. I mean, he's such a small <laughs> character, but I like love Downton Abbey, and I was like, it's Mr. Bates. Oh my God! And it was just bizarre. But anyway, yeah, and the guy from The Alienist. Yeah, I should know that yeah. but, so.
2: but it's a it, it's a I think it's a fun movie it's not exactly like having the the highest you know meta score or uh <laughs> it, it has like a it has like a 6.4 on IMDB yeah. and technically it it was a wash in trying to make its money back it was 26 million dollars of a budget and it only made uh like the world gross uh worldwide gross was only 22 million so it actually oh, it lost nice. it lost money and but it, it's just a to me it's like a fun little movie especially not I mean obviously to watch John Cusack okay. do anything but it's a uh, it's a neat portrayal of Poe where it's um yeah the the idea of his madness is definitely um apparent in everything that he is doing and it's it's definitely also playing on his drunkenness and his addiction yeah. to alcohol um He's he's and called like an opium an, too.
1: They alluded to at one point. Yeah. Is it right? Yeah, so the opium. Right. They
2: they called him an opium addict. Um, the father of Emily. Yeah. Uh, his his love interest at the time, you know, called him a drunk, an opium addict, and an atheist. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and um, they didn't really like tie into his opium addiction at this time, but it is well known that he did have. Various addictions aside from being a drunkard, and it's uh, it's interesting where you have him later on in his life. Obviously, right before he is going to die at the age of forty, and he's uh,
1: He's I can't believe he died at forty when I was and on a bench. Oh my god!
0: The movie started out on a bench. (laughs) He's he. The movie starts so the movie, and ends
2: with a bench. The movie portrays but... him dying. Um at the beginning of the film he's kind of like ex- he's exhaling his final breath on that bench or at least um <laughs> Oh my god, that's so technically funny. like that's, that's like the bit, the last bit of his life that is leaving his body because he died in a hospital yeah. being, you know, deranged and ranting and raving and there's uh, yeah. different accounts in history to where he either uh was found in a park, he was found yeah. in a gutter and he was drunk, he Uh, smelled awful hadn't bathed in a while he was apparently wearing clothes that were not his own
0: and And like
2: and like all the history surrounding the last week of Poe's life is uh like there are no answers no one knows any idea exactly what happened to him there's different theories
1: got lost I read too well, and it was, like, a time period where, like, if he was just kind of roaming around, like, it's not like there would be any record of, like, what was wrong with yeah. him or where he was or what he really died. And it doesn't seem like, I don't did they do autopsies back then?
2: They did. They did do autopsies back yeah, then, I but I don't know, know if <laughs> an autopsy was done to where yeah. they could yeah. figure out exactly what, what had it? happened to him. Um, uh, uh, like, some conspiracy theories surrounding his death say that he was uh, taken... And kept drunk or intoxicated to where he could not huh. discern what he was actually doing. And he was committing, I guess, like at the time, like, what would be, like voter fraud. So they would dress him up as a different individual, take him like around the state or like counties
0: what? to vote
2: fraudulently. That's
1: crazy. That's,
2: and so that and then like when they're done, fitness. they're like, all right, election's over. Throw him back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so bizarre. Yeah. What, a, what an odd... <laughs> what an odd thing to do he seems
0: to i mean i know drugs and alcohol were involved but poe as a mind seems too intelligent to fall for
2: being but manipulated if he was like so that. messed
0: up like he well he'd... to the point where he would do anything for a fix maybe yeah. that kind of messed up i guess
2: right yeah. so the 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 idea that um everything that could be blamed for his behavior be like oh well he's a drunkard obviously this is the case in point as to why he was found this way like everyone knew that he was you know a little bit mad and definitely depressed and uh and and an alcoholic
1: there was one thing that i read and it was like he either died of like alcoholism drugs rabies cholera tuberculosis. It was like... <laughs> it was just like listed everything. I know, I'm all... Is that just like everything that was going around back then? It was just funny. I was like, okay, so that's really conclusive. Of right.
2: No, know. Th- nothing's like actually sufficient. They're just going to list off the whole like, you know, side effects main <laughs> exactly. at the very end.
0: Kept scrolling and scrolling and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> My ass will be on fire <laughs> right. and I'll get night sweats. Right. Sorry,
2: that was gross. Although, <laughs> although they're like, even in the movie they They show exactly like the uh, the counterpoints of post life where everything is kind of not exactly like heightened, but it's it's a slight truth to everything that is having there, where he like when he enters the bar and the barkeeper is just like, "Oh well, shit, yeah, yeah. and is and he walks in and he's like, "Oh hi, can I can I have a drink? Can you want to give me a drink?" He's like, "You owe me money." Yeah, the thing is, I'm poor. and <laughs> yeah. And so he was constantly like in uh, in debt and he was always losing money, which is why he uh, he was kicked out of college. He was eventually kicked out of West Point and he just he lost all of his money, even his adoptive uh, family when he became um, an Alan. And so that's why he has the name Alan, because it was a uh, foster parent who adopted him. Um, When the father died, he left him nothing. And so Poe was literally penniless. Right. He's just a he's just a Poe boy from a Poe family.
1: <laughs> well, it was interesting. Da, 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 yeah, I was da, 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 da. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Everybody is welcome for that in their head the rest oh, of the day. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. He's well,
1: it's interesting because his I was reading like the thing that finally he parted the ways with his dad was because of because he was like, I'm just gonna be a writer. And he had like gambling debt. He was always like a problem. Like he was, he had gambling debts and his dad was just like, no, done with I'm him. not. Yeah. we're not doing this anymore. And he just like cut him out. And so, yep. but I also read that he was one of the first people to sort of gain a living as being a writer. Like he solely made his money off of writing, which right. is why he had a like no money. Paycheck paycheck kind but of thing. But yeah. I think that that was kind of interesting too, you know, because that wasn't really done back then i guess
2: right so right right so like in in 1845 when the raven was actually published uh he received nine dollars for the raven wow. to be published, he says that which, in the movie yeah. i think
1: too yeah, yeah, yeah. He,
2: so he got he got nine dollars so in 2018 nine dollars would have been around 300 dollars. and so i mean 300 dollars in 1845 sure like you're kind of well off and but it's to the case that obviously he's just blowing through it in some form of debauchery and drinking and it's just it's kind of that idea where like oh I'm well known I should be praised and everything like that and that's the whole thing that yeah. it's in the bar he's all like a drink to anyone who can finish this line yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and like nobody could except for some And
2: And guy. and no one no one could but I mean he <laughs> But he's so famous for the fact that, like, he created. He is the father of the modern detective novel. Yeah. like he. I wrote that
0: down. Shauna so, literally said that to me this morning. Yeah,
1: <laughs> word for yeah. word. Yeah. It's so funny because that's like such a part of our culture. I mean, yeah. like, I, it's like you can't even imagine a time when that wasn't a thing. But obviously, he, he did it.
2: Right, but I, but I think it's kind of those things where people will be having the hype of something that's so exciting and then just kind of like let it fall by the wayside. And then even if it's brought up again they're like, Oh yeah, I do like that. What's, what's new. I, I I understand this was cool at one point, but what's, what's the new thing. Right. And, and he's just, uh, it, it, it's kind of that, um, the fall from glory that I think he kind of realizes that, oh well crap.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, did you suspect the, the dude who ended up being in, in, you know, uh, when the first time you saw the movie, then
2: So when I first time I saw the movie, I did not suspect... Um, what was his name? The, the killer to be... This is a spoiler,
1: th- everybody. This movie is super old, so yeah. just get over it if you haven't watched it. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay. I have to well, say that, that because, like, you know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, in that on.
2: case, in that case, in that case, yeah. No, I did not suspect that it was Ivan. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, they barely
1: show him in the movie too. He's the typewriter
2: right.
0: for the paper, right. and he just runs in and out. The only time I started to suspect him was the last thing Poe wrote when he was kind of lingering and reading it more and saying like, "I still didn't suspect." Him. I, I, I did, and then, but I thought it was interesting that the the Emily was trapped underneath them the entire time, like the entire chase oh, yeah you know what i mean like she oh, was right there yeah. you know and
2: but then you almost realize that that's clearly where he's been living
0: <laughs> yeah i am down underneath it's like he's <laughs> down
2: there he's recreating this like you know gothic like semi like i don't know literary erotic bat cave that he yeah can sit in and, his
1: little writing cave and it'd
2: be all like like oh i am poe yeah i'm exactly like poe Mm.
1: I almost yeah. thought at
0: first that his little cave looked like Poe's place, like Poe's apartment or whatever, like uh, or whatever he was. Yeah, just, just just
2: with like less lighting. Yeah, and, you know, he always had, <laughs> and like, he K's always walls. he always has to have this dark atmosphere. Not much of
0: a dusk. Yeah. yeah. And what was with all the capes? There was a lot of capes in this
2: movie. Was that it? Do you not own many capes?
0: I I do actually. I I don't know a time when I don't
2: (laughs) leave the house without a cape.
0: I have four capes, Drew. So I'm just saying, and my kids have more.
1: But well, I will say that, like overall, I actually did like this movie. I mean, I thought it was interesting. I I, we were talking about this before. Sometimes it was hard to buy John Cusack as Mm -hmm. Poe. Like every now and then, I'd be like, "Wait a minute," you know. But for the most part. I, d- I do you know I did like it and the only thing I didn't like but it's like I said I was thinking it to myself in the beginning and then I'm like well the whole story is based on this so I can't not like it but <laughs> I didn't like their love story. It, I didn't, they didn't buy they really it. really go together did they? I, I didn't buy it. It
0: looked felt lecherous when he was kissing her. Like- no it
1: just felt like they weren't I didn't feel any chemistry or I felt Between like it actors. needed to be a
0: different girl
1: like for she's him maybe She's a good actress like she's been in tons of stuff but like but I yeah I she don't was know. flat something was yeah. weird about that and so I wasn't like I didn't sort of buy that like you know he'd go to the ends of the earth and sacrifice his life for her like I just kind of that part of it fell flat for me and I was kind of that was the only thing that I sort of that gave me pause because I loved the rest of the story. I love all the murders and stuff. I mean, yeah. I think that was so cool that they were based on the stories and like I love right. that premise. I think it's super cool, but the part where it was like I don't know, just like their interactions and they don't have a lot of interactions because no. she gets kidnapped so quickly. She so don't
0: get to see mm-hmm. anything develop between them except yeah. for the, the you know. But um, I didn't buy it
1: though. and I don't know. What do you, What do you think? Sure. I,
2: I think I think you're to understand that it, there is some type of history there as well because like when he stops the carriage and he gives the, the horse the little sugar yeah. uh, cube to eat you know the, even the driver says no Mr. Poe not again mm-hmm. so obviously this has been going on for some time even when he gets into the carriage he tells the father he's like don't worry I'm not here for money and the father has had it so up to here with him where he literally says I will shoot you Yeah, I will shoot you in my carriage I don't care I'll buy another <laughs> I mean it's I mean it's it's obviously that, you know, Poe has been in and out and trying to swoon and, you know, make his way towards Emily's life and somehow, you know, get the father's approval. But he know he knows that he'll never have it. And it might be like, again, like a callback to where he's much older, like it's it's around the point where he is like, you know, 34 yeah. or 39 or 40 right before he's going to die. So She's his like- first wife. Slash cousin Virginia, (laughs)
0: she she was
2: thirteen. She was thirteen at the time. They had been married for ten years, and she died of tuberculosis when she was twenty three. So it's interesting enough because I believe Emily's character is twenty three at the time. So it might be like that longing to like pick Pick up up where where it last left off, or
1: he's such something. He's such a wreck. There's a that's actually a beautiful scene in the movie. I wrote it down. Where he's talking about Virginia dying, yeah, that was like I thought that the was such a crimson sheet. Yeah, that the, was a yeah. really well written little monologue. Mm-hmm. It I was very poetic. It, it stood out yeah. like to me out of actually because it was like, oh, he is so tragic, you know. I mean, and and his love, his all his love, you know, love affairs were tragic and like end badly. And Annabelly, so. I think it would have <laughs> right. helped if we could have seen
0: the the love story develop between Emily and Poe. Because, okay, so he teaches some kind of weird poetry class with, of all the women, the rich women.
1: With, like, his, her mom.
0: Her I, mom is I, in it. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't
2: even, oh, wait. I don't, oh, the lady, you mean the lady who uh, says she's such a lovely girl? the one who's the one who does the poem like the brother yes. B yes. yes
1: yeah is that her I mom don't think, i don't no, i do no i think
2: it's just like i think it's like some high society lady mom. yeah, um, yeah. Well, who's just there
0: the, the they didn't explain the class at all maybe something was cut because it seemed like maybe that was how he got to meet emily because what other situation would put the two of them together
2: Oh, yeah. You she know? possibly came and, you know, saw some of his, like, speaking engagements. All the girls because, were just swooning. I mean,
0: yeah.
2: Right. Exactly. And all and everyone who is there is simply there to listen to him recite something that had already been published multiple times. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like, you know, going and probably watching, like, Sir Patrick Stewart right. recite Shakespeare. <laughs> right. Or lines from Star Trek. And it,
1: <laughs> Either I mean, one. Equally as valuable. Yes. Equally, yeah. as, equally as valuable. <laughs> we agree.
2: So I mean, I, I'm, I'm almost certain that's probably like where it was. Like she probably like looked at him and just be like, "Oh, you're as dark as my heart wants to be." Let's go get a coffee.
0: <laughs> Let's have a glass of sherry. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like in stories like this, there's always a fucking masquerade ball, like where somebody like it's like the Phantom of the Opera, even like yeah. where somebody's gonna sneak in and be mistaken as the killer, and somebody else is gonna win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she gets kidnapped. Well and right. because of his
1: story for because right. of the mask and, of the red yes. death and all that too. It's like Which
0: is what the um So
1: I have some notes on the costumes. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have, like all these random notes. Is I it wrote down. fandom
0: of the opera based on that same story?
1: The Mask of the Red Death? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I, I think it was an opera. Do you know Drew? So we were
2: there. Was we, an old we, we were actually studying lady. with my I mean my uh, so i assistant coach Akin with the catalon as well and we're studying the sixties and one of the stories is um, the Phantom of the Opera's friend. I forget the author, but we were also like looking back at Phantom of the Opera. I'm not sure if it's, um, inspired by the Mask of the Red Death. Uh, yeah, but it's but it's uh, it's like an it's an older tale. I'm fairly certain it actually came out before Poe wrote the Mask of the Red Death.
0: Oh, uh, Okay, yeah, because um, it's like a silent it, movie, I think.
2: Right, I so it was an, yeah, so yeah. it was a silent movie, and then it was a I believe it was a it was a uh, a story. Like a novel,
1: okay. before
2: the movie came out. Well, yeah, if because I'm this was correct.
1: the 1850s. Yeah, There wasn't
2: fun. Yeah, no. Then. Well, I mean, obviously,
1: there's <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm all what? No, there were secret <laughs> films
0: going on. You didn't know
1: about. All right, secret, yeah. so I thought <laughs> that John Q. Sock's Mask was so awesome. It was creepy. It was super creepy and it was cool because it covered his whole face. I was completely. And it had an opening for his goatee. I was completely underwhelmed by her mask. Yeah, well, I was like, she, everybody had these elaborate costumes and, and like beautiful little hats and like, tiny like mask. things where there'd be like a mask on one side and another one on the other. Yeah. And hers was just like this little doily she stuck on her face. <laughs> and I was like, you don't look masked at all. Like, this is so dumb. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well,
2: I mean, remember, like, she wanted to change her costume and her father said no. So I, I mean she obviously she may have had something a little bit you know better planned, but I, I did I agree. I did like John Cusack's mask that he had there. It actually reminded me of the mask that the iron. Um, from Gladiator that he oh, first yeah. goes out into the stadium. Um, oh gosh because it, it, it leaves the mouth open. The fabric or the pieces of the mask go down along the side. Yeah, right.
1: it like literally covers the whole face because a lot of them like they just kind of cover their eyes yeah. or like just the top part of their face. I just thought it was cool. It was yeah. like a different design. I was impressed well, and, with and that. Yeah. he
0: was not recognizable with that on. Like you could, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. So no, no, like no, no, she no. didn't even recognize him for a minute, which I thought was good. But
2: right, and she's and she's reciting Annabelle Lee, which
0: to someone else, yeah,
2: I to someone else, and I'm wondering, well, I thought like, she knew she, it was him. No, no, no. Well, she eventually, when she said, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm waiting for someone. And then she starts talking again, and he doesn't move. And that's when she looks over, and she does the whole, like, you oh. know, my Annabelle Lee. Uh. And she, then then that moment where she's like, oh, it is, it is Edgar. And I, I don't know if she knows anything about Edgar's past, but she's, like, he's writing her Annabelle Lee. Right. And she's reading it and going, this is the most beautiful poem i've ever read and i'm like that was written for his dead wife yeah do you not know this Uh,
1: that was kind of that was weird because it was like is she only reading part of it is she not reading the part where it's like chilling and killing my annabelle lee and her the poker by the sea? i'm like where's that part of the poem she's only reading like the pretty part and i was like you know she dies right like
2: <laughs> Edgar Edgar is obviously a player and yeah. he's only making it <laughs>
1: He's <laughs> just showing all, her like part of it. All these two
0: paragraphs are for you, <laughs> Emily, Annabelle, interchangeably interchangeably. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: whoever you may be oh, oh my gosh, gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was good though it was like actually I mean I, I enjoyed the movie because I hadn't seen it before and so it was kind of just a it was a fun movie to watch it's totally the genre that I like which is like sort of like crime suspense you know, detective like you know serial mm-hmm. killer <laughs> I, I
0: thought it period the, piece I thought they were in <laughs> London when it first started and I was like good lord these accents are terrible and I think that's because of all the people who actually are British doing Boston or Old American. It's like that weird
1: Old American accent, accent. where you're like, what uh-huh. is that? Then
0: when I'm like, oh, it's Boston. And I was still kind of iffy on the language. <laughs> like at one point, John Cusack jumps up over the desk of Emily's dad and says something, something, you fucking da da Like we have to get him, get the killer or find Emily or whatever. But he says fucking and I'm like. I don't think that would have been in the like vernacular of this time. You know what I mean? Oh like, my god, we
1: should do a history of swear words. That's just
0: oh, so interesting. That sounds great. <laughs> mm. All right, Drew, <laughs> sign up with us.
2: So, I mean, the movie itself was actually set in Baltimore, but the uh, but the or filming Baltimore. Was Baltimore. done. It's it was done in Hungary and Serbia. Huh. And so it wasn't even like filmed anywhere near.
1: That's funny. The, That's
2: United, funny. the United States. But I mean, they obviously needed that like dark and kind of like bro yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, crumbling.
0: Yeah, break, right.
2: Yeah. I mean, I desperately them. tried to find out like what he was saying in the beginning as he's wandering the streets and he comes across the uh, the dead cat that yeah. was pregnant. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 talking to it, and I tried to put on subtitles, and all it says is like speaking foreign language. And uh. I was like, all right, well, it's. It, yeah, I was like, it's either he? Latin. Yeah. It's either Latin or Italian, and I can't. Yeah,
1: that was weird. Yeah, I wondered what he was what he was saying too. It was so sad and like gross. It was also, also gross when he had the human heart. Why
0: did he have a raccoon as a
1: pet?
2: Because <laughs> he's I just weird like that. Re- right, he's so he's peculiar. so retro. I mean,
1: He's so <laughs> retro. i <I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> I'm all. I'm gonna get a raccoon as a pet. <laughs> No, and then it's like, she's like, what's he eating? He's like, a heart, a human heart. Like, a I got heart. it from my friend at the morgue to get inspired. I was like, what the? I, I'm sorry. Like, that is not, like, a cool thing to get chicks to like you, I don't think. Although, I guess it worked for her. Hey, but. that's
0: like when what's-his-name in that one movie. <laughs> Oh, shit, had a coffin in his bedroom to impress chicks. I was saying almost. Thank hired. you. Yeah. Innit, what's his oh, name? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I never know the names of anything. You know this by now. Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy has a coffin in his room, and he's. She's like, "Why do you have a coffin in your room?" And he's like, "To get chicks. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe Poe is like taking a little, you know, tour down that avenue. Like, yeah. Human heart. Human heart. Raccoon.
1: Get chicks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's a note, you know, just in case. Yeah. Anyway, I really like this movie. Thank you for accidentally recommending it to each other.
2: You're you're, you're quite welcome. I mean, it's 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 a fantastic little story, and even throughout when they try to intertwine all of his works to, you know, suffice the plot, it's it's neat to notice that uh, eight. Eight of his works are actually integrated. Is it? I was trying to uh, write them down, but I
1: didn't. I don't think I got them all. Like I got "Murders of the Rue Morgue."
2: Right, "Murders of the Rue Morgue," "The Pit and the Pendulum," "The Mask of the Red Death." I it it it. it wasn't said outright, but Emily being buried is like the premature burial. Yeah. Um the the mystery of Marie uh, Rocher. Yeah. The facts in the case of in Valdemar. The, the cask of Montiato when they go below into the yes. sewer system. And then and the finally guys when the he wall. knows that she's underneath the newspaper. Uh, the the telltale
1: heart. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Although. Yeah. Also, the black cat. Isn't that one where it's like buried in the wall, too? So. Do you
2: know that story? Yeah. I'm, he, I'm vaguely so remembering
1: bar- it right now. But.
2: I know. I know in the black cat, like he buries it because he he thinks he killed it. But it's alive you can he mm. hear it um, so I mean that yeah that could work
1: no I just I to, was just trying to like run he seems like he's always burying people like in walls and stuff I don't know seems like there are like entities <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> well I mean it's 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 always the idea of obviously you know his mind working out certain situations that he can live through his work because that's that's one of like the constant arguments in the cask of amontillado is that it's a story of revenge and that poe had a dire revenge to get and seek out against somebody and he couldn't really do it in real life obviously so he he wrote the story
1: oh that's cool yeah that makes sense well that's good stuff right there (laughs)
2: let's say
1: as long
0: as you have about two hours because it is a kind of
2: long movie um, (laughs) and and it does i think it's an hour and a half it's, is it? It's no. two hours. It's just two hours. Was, it, was it two hours? I don't even know it anymore. Is it is <laughs>
0: because it was long. But anyways, <laughs> um, I, I I liked it too. Except I thought it fell a little like flat at the like climax where you find out who the killer is. Like I didn't. It was just a little bit like
1: it was like they had to end the movie. They're like, okay, yeah. it's this guy. All right, he's gonna kill him, and he's gonna find her. Go back to the at the end. Yeah. yeah, and so it did resolve. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but then sometimes you're like resolve it. So then I don't know to so,
0: yeah.
2: I don't. It was know. it was a weird take. Like you know, after he had drunk the poison and he's talking to Ivan, and he's all like, "Have you been to Paris?" And he's like, "What?"
1: I like, know. Brian, yeah, like, it what? almost like P- uh, were they setting Paris? up the next movie? Yeah, he's like, "Now I'm gonna right. stop Jules Verne," and we're like, "Ah, right. well, yeah. I, run, Jules <laughs> Verne, run!" <laughs> don't get sucked into this. <laughs> Hey, can we just say our, like our favorite Edgar Allan Poe thing? Does anybody have a favorite? No. Yes. Oh yeah, no, no. Just I, was I, looking so... at me and nodding, <laughs> which nobody can see, and so I was like, not sure what that meant. Go ahead.
2: So I, I love the Telltale Heart me as a story. Me too. Yeah. So that's that's actually one of my favorites as a story. If if uh, if I were to say a, a most underrated story that I truly enjoy, it's called the Oval Portrait.
1: Oh. I don't know that
2: one. I don't either. It's it's a short story about a man who goes to a chateau and he stays in a room and the room is uh, it has different art pieces and he finds a little booklet that explains the history behind some of the art pieces and he sees one of this woman of like unaccounted beauty and he reads the history of it and it's a man who used to live in the chateau and his wife was his muse and his inspiration uh... for this painting and so so he makes her sit and pose for the painting. And so he keeps painting and painting and painting and never tiring. And he's up there for like maybe two weeks and he doesn't let her leave because it must be perfect, must uh, be perfect. And when he's finally done, he looks over and he notices that she has died.
0: Oh my gosh. That's, I love that. That's great.
1: That's awesome.
2: Oh yeah, because he's so fixated on everything. It's you, supposed to be a connection. He's
1: so fixated of, on her beauty, but not her. Like he didn't right, like- exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, actually exactly. make
1: sure that she was alive that's
2: right and it's supposed to be a connection between that art, uh, art can represent death and that like the life is actually taken away but still captured mm-hmm. but it's really taken away from the original uh, inspiration the thing that was living for it
1: right that's cool. I need to read that one. I haven't read that one. I also it's, love
2: the Telltale Heart.
0: I, I, and saw, I was gonna say that was my favorite.
1: I saw too. a production of it. I've actually seen a lot of these as plays, which is interesting. Like I remember when I was in high school, like the college nearby did the Fall of the House of Usher. And so I saw that. I saw I saw like this I don't know, it was some sort of weird like short stories made into plays for like high school. I don't know. Like I went to see this somewhere, like with my class or something in school. And one of them was the telltale heart. And I was just transfixed by that particular, I think it was just a really good actor that played the character. Maybe too. I don't know, but like that one really stuck with me. And then I like Annabelle Lee, that poem. And I have to say, Mm -hmm. like I kept having to email somebody at work named Annabelle and every time I, every single time I emailed her, I'd be like Annabelle Lee, Annabelle Lee, and I was, I just, I couldn't get it out of my head. And then I, I almost like wrote it. I had to like be careful not to be like Annabelle Lee. Or like when I talked to her on the phone, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I cannot get this out of my head. Oh wow. So anyway, those are my favorite. Sweet. And you too, Trisha. Telltale Heart.
0: Yeah. Seems like we're all in agreement. No, I, I have always loved that story. I never saw it performed. I think that would be really fun. To that's see cool. like a theatrical production, I don't think I've ever seen
1: anything performed. I don't know why I've by, seen so many. Stuff. Well, I mean, not so many, but I feel like that's how I sort of knew more about Poe was through seeing these random yeah, plays. I mean, impressive. everybody reads The Raven. I think everybody reads Annabelle Lee. It's part of like school, I'm assuming. Well, like... Drew would know. Drew, does everybody I... read Annabelle Lee and The Raven? Isn't it just like a standard curriculum thing? Like The Scarlet Letter. So I know
2: <laughs> that The Cask of Amontillado is in. I believe a freshman textbook and the mask of the red death is in a sophomore textbook. Okay. And I, and juniors, I believe they can focus a bit more on Poe because it is American lit.
1: I just have to tell you drew that my husband's name is Edgar and my son's name is Edgar Allen. And it's, yes. but it's not. So the funny thing is it's not because we named him that our son, we are an adoptive family. Our son picked that name. So he picked, my he cha- he changed his name basically when we adopted him so his he picked my husband's name as his first name edgar and he wanted to go by alan but he wanted to have like his dad's name you know like typically you know a lot of people do and so his name is edgar allen and i was like oh my god he is gonna just like someday that's just really gonna come out and people are gonna be like Edgar <laughs> and of course right away like you know when he started middle school like we're like, it's Edgar Allen and they're like, Edgar Allan Poe and I was like, Oh, oh they have did no idea. Uh, yeah, no, one of his teachers, not like the kids, but like one of the teachers said it and I was like, Yep, it's coming. He would probably like
0: <laughs> these stories though. I know they're like maybe a little bit above his head, but I feel like
2: he would. Did like he do it. it intentionally? No.
1: He was no. nine years old.
2: That's he had so, no that's even better. idea. That's even better. Yeah. No,
1: and I'm really into all the different spellies of Allen because Edgar Allan Poe is A L L A N, and that came from his adoptive family. Right. And it was Mm -hmm. his middle name. Which is interesting. It's just, sorry, I'm so like transfixed by these because there's so many spellings of Alan. My dad is Alan, A-L-L-E-N, and then my son is A-L-A-N. Okay, that's wow. sorry, everybody has a lot of letters. But I just like, <laughs> I, I get like so, because every time you look up stuff about Edgar Allan Poe, they spell Alan a different way every time. Like, and I was like, what's the actual like spelling? So anyway. It's interesting. Super obsession by me. All right, <laughs> done. I think we might need to have a snack give me
0: that snack book i think that what shauna brought for us for a snack is based on the fact loosely based on the fact that i have an aversion to chocolate covered marshmallows right Hmm. yeah yeah she wants to torture me with that i don't want to
1: torture you which is in the vein
0: of edgar Allan poe being a tortured soul (laughs) so it does go along with the theme of today's episode holy crap that is horrifying okay so i have, i wish i i mean
1: we're gonna have to like text we'll, you we'll take picture pictures of, of it but so, wait, put it up. looks like Just a weird next to your face. character
0: from gumby that they cut out because it would scare children at night
1: so these are what called, the fuck is these that? are like these are a mexican candy called payasos and Make it's get basically closer to the mic dude Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like just like walking away from everything. So this they're called payasos, and that's a, a clown. And so the picture like it's it's a clown. Basically, it's just a big chocolate covered marshmallow on a stick with a crazy candy face on it,
0: like a gumdrop face. And so but like
1: yeah. And so I was like, these are great. I love them. Like I I can't wait to get them all the time for some weird reason. And also, people often find clowns to be scary. I love clowns, but some people think they're scary. So I thought maybe this would be a good scary thing for some people.
2: Trish, now, if you if you altered the faces on the marshmallow, uh, can you can you make little like puppets? Can you put on a little show?
1: Ooh, we, can, we, yeah, oh, we, yeah, we We should. Oh yeah, we could totally do that. I'm just gonna. Take I'm sending a one you bite. a picture.
0: Um, on our team. <laughs>
1: because I you have to
0: to see, uh, I just took a bite. It's delicious. Take a small bite, Trisha. I
1: don't want to eat that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yours
0: has like a weird. Here, let me take a picture of it.
1: It's, ah. it's like I don't know why you get it. Oh my I god, that is that is terrifying. It's kind of terrifying. My, the one, the face on mine <laughs> is like you, crooked.
0: Thank you, Drew, for understanding my fear.
1: <laughs> it's so and strange. then look at the package. Okay, wait. Sorry. Yeah, I take a picture of this. We may need to I mean, cut I'll some cut, of this I'll out. I'll cut this out because but, like... it's just us like sharing like <laughs> snack pictures with you. <laughs>
0: I, I had this
2: looking at it like, them. oh no, not my gumdrop buttons. They replaced my eyes. <laughs> it,
0: it looks like um, it looks like the little uh, oh, the gingerbread man from Shrek, where he's like, right. and he's like getting tortured, and he's like, please she- don't cut off my legs, like.
2: <laughs> oh good god!
0: Uh, <laughs> and then that's the package, and then there's Shauna's with a more more fucked up face. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Sorry. I mean, the face the face is like it's it's cute but it's also terrifying to like imagine that you know you present that to a child <laughs> and all they can hear in their head <laughs> is like want to be friends?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scary. Don't eat me. I know. <laughs> don't eat me. Yeah, I'm sure my kids would love to eat this but um it just it scares me. Just take a bite. Good job. Trisha.
1: I'm tasting it right now. All right. Just take a bite. It's like you're going to hate it. <laughs>
2: That's exactly what everyone yeah,
0: wants. To no, hear. it's um, super chewy marshmallow <laughs> with like a waxy dark stuff wrapped around it that I think is supposed to represent chocolate.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, not a fan. All right, but they're super fun. Come on, and also
0: there's a weird minty flavor from the gumdrops that is spread into the chocolate oh, marshmallow flavor. Online. Which is not, it's like having toothpaste and then taking a bite of a a marshmallow.
2: Oh, no, no. Delicious.
1: Drew, do you like marshmallows?
2: I do like marshmallows. I'm not like a huge fan of marshmallows by themselves. They they usually got to go with something. So maybe in some cocoa or in a s'more. But. do you not
1: like them covered in
0: chocolate like <laughs> Shana's being like she's looking at me so mean
2: She's like, trying to get me to join the she's team gonna you know what i'm wall. not like a huge sweet <laughs> i'm not a huge sweet sweet fan
1: you're not a huge sweet fan you know what no. i'm not really either actually i'm yeah. definitely more of like a salty like you know chips or popcorn but for some that, reason, that's my game. I like marshmallows <laughs> covered in chocolate, and it's just like, like the cheap
0: marshmallows covered yeah, in chocolate.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like that stuff. Def- I mean, of course, I'd love a good marshmallow covered in good. Someone chocolate. Someone
0: sent me a recipe on Twitter for homemade marshmallows that his wife covers in chocolate. Oh, oh I think that it was so good, Chad. I'll have to look it up. But um, yeah, I was like, well, maybe I would like that. I didn't know people could make marshmallows
1: has very high standards and it's just like we can't we can't live up to her like homemade like it's Martha Stewart not. dessert Shut with up. my like crappy like Piasso. really really crappy Piasso candy <laughs> that I love secretly it's secret do you not action.
2: press your own grapes for your wine <laughs> oh, no. you had to you had to buy your wine
1: yeah. no no this is yeah. Tresha it's like her she's like oh I just made it out of a box and I'm like but you made it like she's that's like her like disclaimer like and then her daughter one year was like here it is, dad. I'm sorry we didn't make you a cake from scratch. We just made it from a box or something. And I was like, she got that from you. Like, who says that? As like a five-year-old. She's all guilty because she didn't like make I'm it from scratch. I'm warping my children. I knew it's it. super funny, though. She's <laughs> was like very gourmet on the I got baking. that
0: from my mom, though. I know. If she used a box on something, she would be like, it's just box brownies.
1: Like, but if she like jazzed it up, then it would be okay. Like, that's <laughs> I have only made box brownies. If anything, I'm all I bought these at the store. Here they are.
0: I know. I, the last time I made homemade brownies, I mean, this sounds morbid, but it was my grandmother's memorial, and my grandma's brownie recipe was like the shit. Like dark chocolate. Oh no, creamy. it's good. It's you amazing. made it for us yes. before. It, it's ridiculous. And it takes a while to make, and it's just all real chocolate, and it's so good. So oh, you, you know, go. it's worth it if you really. Or have yes, a special so
2: if you, or so If you want the calories, yeah, go ahead shot.
1: and make me those homemade marshmallow covered chocolate. I'll find scratch. the recipe and make it
2: for
1: you. <laughs> I, I have no
0: so idea how to make candy, I, but
2: I have a brownie recipe that might fixate for both of you. I mean, it does have marshmallow Ooh. in it. And it's one that Ooh, I've rocky I've had for uh, years and years, and I used to make it in elementary school all the time. I I call it like a diabetics' worst nightmare. <laughs> And so it's 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 a homemade brownie mix on the bottom, and then once that's cooled, you add marshmallow fluff on top of that. I
1: love marshmallow fluff.
2: <laughs> and then in a, uh, in a saucepan, you melt down milk chocolate chips and peanut butter. Oh, my and God. Then you, and then you add Rice Krispie cereal to that mixture, oh, and then you put that on better. top of the marshmallow fluff, and then it's uh, into the fridge, chill, cut, serve.
1: See... I would like that. That has like everything that you ever needed. It has a brownie, the marshmallow, what was it? It was chocolate and And peanut butter and rice. So,
2: yeah, milk chocolate and peanut butter. So, you get like the brownie taste, you get the marshmallow (laughs) softness, and then you get a chocolate (laughs) peanut buttery crunch.
1: But, like, a really good, whatchamacallit. Yeah,
0: that sounds amazing. No, but whatchamacallit
1: don't have marshmallow in them. I feel like that just took it to the next level. Yeah. The marshmallow (laughs) fluff. Yep. God, I just kind of want marshmallow fluff sometimes. Just like, with a spoon? No, I like to put it on something like, like you know how you can make it with like peanut butter and like a sandwich? Oh, <laughs> no, uh, no.
2: what? Uh, no. A fluffernutter? A fluffer
0: nutter? Nutter. It's a thing! <laughs> that sounds like a totally different thing, you
1: guys. I know, like, I know.
0: <laughs> it does not sound like a sandwich. That's like
1: something very special. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what Title the
0: episode, though. That's,
1: that's, what, that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> close <to> the raven. <laughs> oh, God. good lord. I can't believe you've never, like, heard of that or had that. I've never heard of that you or had like that. You like marshmallows. No. <laughs> You're
0: such an asshole. I like marshmallows. I just, I'm not a fan of the chocolate covered like the, I told you the crappy chocolate yeah, covered now I Santa Claus exactly is exactly why you bought the clown
1: <laughs> also they're just funny though I mean come on it's a clown oh no I mean, it's hilarious I love a good clown it's perfect so.
0: you like me <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> write it bitch We had a writing prompt. Go, Shauna.
1: Here's the writing prompt for today, inspired by our Edgar Allan Poe-ness experience. I woke up to hear knocking on glass. I thought it was the window until I heard it come from the mirror again. There it is, people. You may want to do this one. It's pretty good. The writing prompt- Itself is already scary. It's such a, I know. It's like its own story. I'm, well, I don't need to write anything. That was pretty good. All by yeah. <laughs>
0: The writing prompt is is um it's threatening me by how good it is. <laughs> it's
2: giving me pause.
1: So, Drew, as our guest of honor, would you like to share yours first? It's like, wait. Ooh. So, what kind of like lucky thing
0: is this? He's on. Oh, <laughs> okay.
2: Sure.
1: Okay.
0: All right.
2: All right. All right. So, I woke up to hear knocking on the glass. I thought it was the window, until I, until I heard it coming from the mirror again. The dread that overwhelmed my body was nothing compared to the repeating sound of the knocking. It almost seemed to be paired with how fast my heart was beating. I looked over from under my blanket to see a sunken pair of eyes looking back at me. My eyes. But eyes that seemed to have a longing for more than just my attention. I said I wouldn't go back. This wasn't the time for that. I had like... I had like... Sorry, I had liked it here. I had liked everything that I have come to complete. The knocking continued, and soon it became a streaking of palms on the glass. Looking back again, I could almost see a fog of breath coming from right below the eyes. It's time, a faint voice called out in a whisper that seemed to bring a chill to the night air. As I stepped out of my bed, my feet seemed to be walking on their own towards the glass. The eyes fixated on me until a hand grabbed my wrist and pulled me close. The whisper became louder, and soon, all I saw was an empty room from the other side of the glass, my handprint leaving the only sign I was there. Ah!
1: That was awesome. (laughs) That was good. That That was was scary. Creepy. Good job, Drew. I know. That was awesome. Wow. Who's going now? I'll go now. Go, Trisha. She says that like
0: there's another choice besides her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's one of us. I know. We look
1: around the room. <laughs> we're like, "There's no one else here." Drew already went.
0: Mine is truncated because I first started to write some kind of weird futuristic spaceship thing, Ooh. which maybe I'll continue in the future. But um, then I, I stopped. Like your use of the again.
1: word truncated. Good job. We all approve. <laughs> Drew's English teacherness was all really of, just, all of us you know... English geeks <laughs> here.
2: All right. It, it, it's elevated my morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finally, language worthy of all of us.
2: <laughs> mm, quite.
1: We're so high-brow on this show <laughs> all the time. What with Trisha's, you know, brownies from scratch and then now this.
0: <laughs> all then. Well, I'm sorry, but Flutter Nutter
1: came out as a thing. <laughs> I- Nutter, Flutter, Flutter Nutter, not Flutternutter. Nutter. I don't know what flutter nutter is. That's a different thing. That's
0: like a butterfly based marshmallow tree. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Delirium. Speaking of not highbrow. Okay. <laughs> she walked toward the open window as the rain started pelting the house. It's the rain, she thought, but there it was again. And the window was shut. She moved in toward the mirror and walked slowly towards it. <laughs> What was that? The sound repeated and then the mirror cracked.
1: Oh, your mirror cracked. What's the Ooh. what's the sci-fi one? I want to hear it. Can we hear it?
0: Yeah, it's like three lines though. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> it's just like there it is. That sound knocking. What the fuck is that? Lights on. Clearly there's no one here. Check locks. Impossible. Wait, there it is again. And then I
1: Oh, <laughs> I like that one. I oh, like really yeah. that, that, that
2: one. Yeah, that has potential. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
1: that one's like.
0: So I was like, I was trying to like picture someone like in a pod, like.
1: Yeah, no, I like the lights on. And yeah, I like that. That's cool. And then I, then it got
2: that's like. Oh, sorry. I was going to say that's very reminiscent. I had just finished reading, um, the Cold Equations short story with my sophomores, and it's about a guy piloting a ship, and he. Huh. He thinks he's totally um, uh, by himself because he has to be. And then he finds a stowaway.
0: Oh. Nice. Yeah, I was going to do something about the like the reflective walls, and I got stuck trying to describe that, and then I got pissed, and then I moved on.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, that's the point of a prompt, right? It's Just a lot, to... lot of emotions in three minutes to have. <laughs> that's very And confused. then start another one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do mine now. Okay. Uh, I thought it was the window until I heard it come from the mirror again. I don't want to look. I'm afraid. The knocking. There's someone in the mirror again. It's my fault. My friends made me do it. Bloody Mary. They made me stand in front of it and say it three times. I never saw anything. But now I hear the knocking every night at 3 a.m. I don't want to go into the bathroom. I'm afraid she'll come out of the mirror. I don't know what she wants. Okay. I'm going. I go into the bathroom and see words written on the mirror. They say, it's not Bloody Mary. Mm. Don't read that to my daughter. She's scared to death of Bloody Mary. We're all scared of Bloody Mary. We're traumatized by it. Are you scared of Bloody Mary, Drew?
2: You know, I I have to balance my fear between Bloody Mary and Candyman.
1: (laughs) Nice. Well, then I definitely won't make you look at these payaso candies because that that's <laughs> sort of seems I, send, to I send them pictures. Combine them all. <laughs> Don't look at that before you go to bed. <laughs> wow. Well, so anyway, I think that was a really fun convert. It was so fun to have like a like an English literature based conversation in the morning. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I highly recommend over it for everyone. <laughs> our tea. It's the best
2: part of waking up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you're such a you're such a great conversationalist. Thank you. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it
0: was awesome.
2: Yeah, this was a hoot and a half.
1: <laughs> hoot and a half? That should be like a rating system. We're like, is it a hoot or a hoot and a half?
2: Oh, it's only a hoot. We're so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's above a hoot and a half, though?
1: Two hoots. Two hoots. Don't yeah, but, but we some... don't have the funding for that, so you it's did. only a hoot and a <laughs> half. <laughs> Two hoots on a bench.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two Oh, there you go. You should do, like, owl stories. Two hoots on a wall.
1: Two hoots well, Oh, look, edge. I didn't even think owl of that. Stories. That's like our children's story that we should write right now. Yes. After all the other things we have to do. <laughs> well, Drew, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you. Yeah. This is fun. And, and was-
1: everybody check out Drew's podcast.
0: Real Feels.
1: And where? what are all your... Do we already do this? Where are all your Twitter and Instagram and everything?
2: So um, on Twitter, we are at RealFeels, and that's R-E-E-L. And uh, on Facebook, just check out RealFeels Podcast, or you can shoot us an email at RealFeelsPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Awesome. Good stuff.
0: And we are everywhere as well, two girls on a bench, but obviously you're listening, so you already
1: know that. (laughs) But you can follow us
0: on Twitter at two, the number two, girls on a bench, and everywhere else.
1: All right. Thank you so much, everybody.
2: This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.